Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. If I was a good singer, I would start singing At Last by Miss Etta James, but I'll leave that for her because she's incredible at it. But I will say At Last. No one wants to hear you sing, though. Hey, you've heard me sing. <laughs> hey, we're karaoke buddies. Don't you don't you play me like that, Jason. <laughs> but it's time for playoffs. Yes. We're finally here. And yes, I am Dominique Yates. Joining me is uh, the very rude Jason Frakes <laughs> and my karaoke buddy. So, I mean, we've been, I guess for a good two, three weeks, we've been kind of hit any point like okay we're ready for yeah. for playoffs and even though the first round is never exciting hardly ever um at least we're one step closer to Kroger Field if you will and it, it starts with this week one but before we kind of move into that let's go ahead and uh put a ribbon on the regular season um I don't have any rants this week <laughs> uh, but uh, at least people did enjoy and appreciate mine from last week uh, but uh, let's jump into the old rivalry. Mel Manuel, it was rainy, it was cold, mm-hmm. uh, but perfect advantage for Mel. Really, I, you could have gone into it, you think it's good for both teams because they like to run the ball so much. Yeah. But Mel just asserted dominance. What, 23 nothing? Uh, wasn't even close. Uh, I don't even think, I, I think Manuel maybe got two first downs the whole game, yep. it felt like. Uh, so it didn't feel like that's so. That's how many they got. <laughs> they only got two, and yes. I was just guessing. That, that's yes. the funny part about it, and it goes to show, at least on defense, when Mel is playing like that, the way they're flying to the ball up front, the secondary is just not allowing anything easy. Yeah. When they play like that, that's the state champion. That's the best team in the state and the best team in all six classes. Yeah. When Mel plays like that, simply put, if they ball that up and play like this for the next, I guess, what, four or five weeks, it's over. Give them the trophy, yeah. in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Well, I, I think they definitely came out focused, maybe more focused than we've seen them in previous weeks. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's what doing playing Mayo or playing manual do for Mayo. I mean, that's that's their game. That's their rivalry. And, yeah. Um, you know, um, and the defense was good, and I think part of that was, you know, they could focus on the run because, you know, Manuel's passing game just, you know, Darian Wilson's thrown up some good numbers, but, you know, Manuel wants to run the ball. They run the ball about 75% of the time, and, uh, you know, they could just key in on that running game with uh, Juwan Northington and, yeah. uh, De- you know, Darian Wilson, the quarterback, and they couldn't get anything going. Um, I think they had seven total yards of offense officially once everything was sorted out. And like I said, only two first downs. And, um, you know, it, it, it was a dominating performance. Um, you know, the score was 23 nothing. It might as well have been 100 nothing. I know it. I, I think that was the thing that just stood out to me. Like I said, if it wasn't raining, I, I was talking to someone after the game. They were asking me th- my thoughts on it. And I was saying, like, the final score was 23 to nothing. They said, oh, that was dominant. And I said it, the score didn't even indicate how yeah. dominant it was. 
And I was like, you could throw in, okay, if it didn't rain, maybe it could have been closer. But I'm not really convinced of that because, again, the defense was flying everywhere. Like, they made it very difficult yeah. for Manuel the entire game. Like, that was – I think that was what's impressive to me because we've watched Mel this year and they played like two and a half good quarters of football or they played three quarters of football or had a slow quarter and then exploded. Uh, kind of like we mentioned during the Bullet East game, they played, you know, a bad first quarter and all that then just took off. That was a complete game. Might have been their best four-quarter performance all season long. Obviously, the offense, they still had some penalties, uh, some drop balls and things like that. You know, they uh, put themselves in fourth and long situations and didn't convert those. But that was a complete four-quarter game for me. And like I said, we still got really good teams in St. X and other teams in 6A, but... This is the male team that I've been – I guess I've been waiting to see. Yeah, so, yeah. And that was really just, like I said, impressive. And, I mean, they didn't really throw the ball that much either. No. Uh, you know, Chris Wolf said, you know, with the rain and everything, that they were going to rely on their running game, and, and that's what they did. You know, Daniel Sweeney ran it 28 times. Uh, their backup ran it a few times. And, you know, you know Sweeney getting, you know, five, six yards of carry every time. They didn't really need to do much. Sweeney's so, so good. Yeah, he is. He's and, so good. You know, the fourth quarter, they, they ran about seven minutes off the clock on that <laughs> last drive uh, that he capped off. So, you know, it was ball control. It was maybe sort of boring, but, you know, it got the job done. And, um, you know, they're – you know they're they're set up well for the playoffs. That's for sure. Yeah. When I was and I was home by nine thirty, so I wasn't <laughs> complaining. So it was a perfect Friday night for me. So to get the show on the road. Um, before we do move along, uh, let, let's take a minute. Let's listen to Chris Wolf and get his comments after this game and uh, just again his impressions on what his team was able to do now that uh, playoffs are coming. like this, as you guys get ready for the postseason. Well, um, you know, for us, it's such a, a pivotal week for us. Um, with all the what goes on in this game uh, and the rain and everybody's worried about the rain. So we're just glad to, to get the win and enjoy it a little bit. And then, you know, next week will be its own, uh, its own week. It, there won't be any carryover. Does it give you some confidence going into the playoffs? You never know what the weather's going to be. Uh-huh. To win a game like this where you just smash mouth it pretty oh, much? Oh, uh, I, I think – you know, in all the years of coaching, you always talk about Kentucky, weather in November in Kentucky. If you can't run the ball, and we have a grass field, if you can't run the ball, you're not going to make it in November. So that's always been something in the back of our mind. We certainly love to throw the ball when it's 80 degrees and sunny, but uh, this is this is what November looks like. We talked about the end of the regular season. There's nothing that stood out in terms of score-wise, and it kind of is what it is. But now that we're heading into playoffs, there's still a lot of teams on the radar that uh, I'm really interested to see. Christian Academy has been a team we've talked about, and uh, we're going to watch, you say, even Trinity at Marshall County. We got Mel Fern Creek. So this is kind of playoffs. And before we jump into the five games to see, is there anything else that you have on the radar or anything you are yeah, curious I about? Mean, the first round, generally, it stinks. Let's yeah. be honest with you know, um, you know, we've seen these teens play. You know, most of them played three weeks ago, some two weeks ago, some four weeks ago in their districts. So these are all rematches yeah. uh, for the most part from the regular season. I've already had my rant about that. You know, someone <laughs> did remind me, and I had sort of forgotten during that rant, that that will change in two years, uh, that they have voted um, after this last this cycle ends. And I think the new one starts in 2023. So we'll have one more year of playoffs where you play within your district and then 
starting in 2023. They're going back to Good. a district, playing another district in the first round. Uh, so um, I, I think coaches and fans will like that. You'll get to see some some different matchups. So um, one, I guess two more years of this system, and then in 2023 um, we'll – Fortunately, uh, seeing into this uh, this crazy system. Yes, I am thankful for that as well. Yes. And let's look at some of the the notable uh, games. Uh, I, I'll say notable. Yeah, I mean it's, it's slim pickings, but yeah, yeah it's worth talking. We'll, about. we'll we'll talk about this. I mean, because I mean, some of these games sound good, but then when you look at what the score was from the regular season. Um, it, it could be more of the same uh, this weekend. I think that's the hard part. And I, this week especially, I'm going to take a page out of your book, just like looking at history. Not only that, it's like you don't even have to look at last year's playoff yeah. game. You look at two weeks ago. Right. And you, the question you got to be, and we'll take it right from here, PRP at manual. Is PRP going to be 42, 43 points better yeah. than they were three weeks ago? Manual just controlled the game, and I know you covered it, and it, yeah. it wasn't even close. and. I mean, that's got to be the question. What yeah. do you make of this? And, again, yeah. you saw the game front row seat three weeks ago. Yeah, and I guess, you know, we'll, we'll break some news here on the on the podcast. Yep. Uh, I haven't even gotten around to reporting this yet. But, uh, you know, Manuel's going to be without Jawan Northington. So yeah. that's a huge loss for them. Uh, he suffered, suffered an arm injury uh, against Mayo on Friday night. Um, just talked to Scott Carmony before the podcast here uh, ten minutes ago. Um, he definitely will not play uh, this Friday night if they're fortunate enough to win. Probably play St. X next week. And he said he's doubtful uh, that he would play in that game. The doctors have told him three weeks. Uh, so we'll, we'll see what happens there. So, um, you know, Manuel without their starter running back. It'll be up to Raymond Townsend and Carlos Keene, the two running backs. And, you know, Darian Wilson likes to run the ball too. So, um you know, I, I think they still have enough weapons to beat PRP. I mean, um, you know, Jawan Northern doesn't play defense, and that defense dominated PRP. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, Caden Anderson had no time to throw the ball. So um, and, and unless um, PRP's offensive line has really sort of come around these last three weeks, I, um, you know, coaches are going to be coaches. And I, I, Scott Carmody is worried about playing PRP without Jawan Northington. But uh, I, I think they definitely uh, – I think Manuel definitely advances here. Yeah, and I'm still picking Manuel as well. But I think what helps them too is that Northington hasn't played the full season. Yeah, that's he, true. He so and that running back duo, like they've won them some games this year, and I think that is what helps them. And those are good running backs. Like they have yeah. good backups. And Darian, like again, you're not going to see PRP's defense is not Mel's defense. Yeah, he's going to have some time to throw the ball and even run the ball when he likes to. I know uh, Manuel, they like to run some of those QB draws and. Uh, things of that nature. So I, I think that he'll just have more time to run the offense. So, yeah, again, it's I don't care if it's Jawan Northington, whoever. It, if you lose 42 to nothing three weeks ago, yeah. how are you going to, just because one player is out, you're going to all of a sudden magically just become so much better. And yeah. I know anything can happen, but, yeah, I'm just going to stick with uh, the Crimsons in this game. Well, I think I think Scott Carmody's biggest concern with Raymond Townsend is, you know, if, how much is he going to carry the ball and how much maybe he, they save him on defense because yeah. he's such a, a, a critical part of that defense. So, yeah. um, you know, assuming they're going to play St. X next week in the second round, you 
if you're not going to have Northington, you definitely don't want to lose Raymond Townsend as well, you know, playing a bunch of plays both ways. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how much they use him and how much maybe uh, Carlos Keene uh, gets gets some carries on Friday. Yeah. Another game, Southern at Bullet East. Before we move along, though, we you have to give a tip of the cap to Southern and to Michael Gossett. Great job this year. First winning season in a long time and uh, six wins. And it's just it's big for that program. And uh, they've been competitive. They've had some high moments. They've been able to get uh, some cool wins for them in that program. Um, but now you've got to play a Bullet East team that, I mean, we've talked about the points. And yeah. they scored 54 points against a Southern just a few weeks ago. And, uh, again, uh, history tells me that if you won 54 to 19 just a couple of weeks ago yeah. good chance you'll be able to win again so I'm going with bullet East um, in this game and um, it'll be interesting in my opinion to see after that game that Fern Creek mail game in that second round that could be a lot of fun assuming that uh, it'll be mail and so I, I think it'll be cool to see what a bullet East mail rematch would be even though I think mail would win. Um, it'll still be something to, uh, yeah. to enjoy. Yeah, we talked about, you know, we, we didn't really talk much about last week. I, th- I think maybe probably the most surprising score to me last week is Bullet East losing to Oldham County. And, yeah. and that's not to take anything away from Oldham County. Um, you know, they're 8-2. and two, They've had a great year. But I just didn't I didn't see them slowing down Bullet East offense, and, and they did. I think Bullet East only scored uh, 20 points in that game. So, um, yeah. You know, we'll see if they bounce back. You know, like you said, they they beat Southern fifty four to nineteen um, three weeks ago. So um, it's it's hard to see Southern making up that ground. You know, like you said, Southern's got their first uh, winning season in, in eighteen years. You have to go back to two thousand three. So uh, Mike Gossett, one of the good guys here in town. T.J. Rogers is a really good player for them. But yeah. uh, you know, you know th- those juniors at Boyd East are having great seasons and. Um, I think they roll in this game, and they they get that rematch. They get that rematch with Mayo in the second round. Yeah. Speaking of Odom County, there they try to get some revenge at Madison Central, and uh, we've talked a lot about Tayshawn McBroom and what he has done this first season. They're eight and two, and I mean, way to end the regular season. A lot of momentum. You mentioned that twenty six to twenty victory over Bullet East, and uh, big for the defense to keep that high scoring offense in check. Uh, what the last game against Madison Central was at thirty-one to fifteen. I think Madison Central won it, and I'm torn with this game um, because like, I'm going to pick Madison Central, but I do believe obviously Odom County can very well win it. But from what your stats show, you got to stop the run. Yeah. yeah. If you stop the run, just like cut the 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 numbers in half yeah. <laughs> compared to three weeks ago, I think you win the game. But Right now, I'm, I'm just going to go with Madison Central, but I, Oldham County can very well win this game, but I'll I'll play it safe, I guess you will, yeah, and go Madison yeah. Central. Yeah, uh, Madison Central won this game at Oldham County 31-15 um, yeah. uh, four weeks ago. Madison Central ran for 400 yards yeah. and did not complete a pass in this game. So, <laughs> uh, But if you're running for 400 yards, why the hell would you throw the ball? So, uh, <laughs> Uh, Brady Hensley, Adrian Parks, Hagen Harrison all rushed for under over a hundred yards. Um, you know, a huge, huge job. So, you know, that's one of the games where you kind of look back to last week and you can, you know, if it's forty nine to nothing, you think, okay, they're not going to make up forty nine points. Right. But thirty one fifteen is a manageable, 
you know, you lost by two touchdowns. Maybe you, you make some adjustments on defense. You slow down that running game. Yep. Um, I, I think this will be a better game uh, maybe than it was four weeks ago, but this time it's at Madison Central. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, home field advantage doesn't mean a whole lot in high school football, but I, I think it does mean something. So, um, you know, Sam Young's going to need to um, have a better game than he did um, the first time they played. Um, he was intercepted twice in that game. Uh, he did run for 100 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. But uh, I'm with you. Uh, it, it's I, I can't see Oldham County all the way flipping the script on this one. So I'll, I'll take Madison Central. Yeah. Here's another intriguing matchup for me, Doss at Fairdale. You got to give props to Fairdale. They they really turned turned into yeah. a corner uh, after a slow start, and uh, they they've been able to pick up some wins. So right now they're six and five, and uh, Doss has been solid um, as well. They and it's been a while since they've had a playoff victory, and they're going to try to do that. So plenty at stake uh, in this uh, matchup. And uh, Fairdale they were able to take care of business and won twenty six to six when they played uh, at the beginning of October. And right now, for me, I think Fairdale is just in a nice little rhythm right now. Uh, they've been able to uh, have some confidence. They've been able to get some wins. The offense is clicking a little bit, and it shows that the defense is uh, taking care of business as well. Uh, so I'm going to go with uh, Louis Dover's club. Uh, I think that that will be the case for them. And uh, then uh, we'll get ready for a Western Bullet Central uh, matchup, uh, potentially Western or Bullet Central in the second round. Yeah. but. Uh, yeah, I think Fairdale. I'll get them over Doss. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, you know, Fairdale won this, like you said, 26 to six. Uh, Lazarus Vance, Jamarian Smith, two really good running backs there for Fairdale, and that you know they have uh, kind of um, gotten things right here recently. You know, they're, they've lost to some pretty good teams. They lost to Beachwood, who's undefeated in 2A. Yeah. Uh, they lost to Bardstown, who's undefeated in 3A. Yeah. Um, they lost to Eastern earlier this year. So, um, you know. They they had a huge graduation loss from last year from that team that was undefeated um, go and had to forfeit their playoff game against Owensboro because yeah. of COVID. So, um, you know, they do seem to have found some momentum. I think they'll win this game. And I think, you know, next week they're probably going to get Bullet Central in a rematch. Yeah. Uh, Bullet Central beat them pretty handily. Yeah. Um, in the regular season, it was thirty-seven to fourteen. So, um, I'll be interested to see if you know Farrell can kind of get on a run, and um, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they're I'm sure they're licking their chops to to get another chance at Bullet Central next week. Yeah, but even regardless, I think assuming that they do win this playoff game after what happened last year, just good for that program yeah. to not only play a playoff football game but win a playoff football game. So, uh, that's the case for them. Uh, finally, in terms of like breaking them all down, West Jessman at Collins. This was funny to me because West Jessman almost beat Collins. Yeah, thirty-five to thirty-four. West Jessman compared to Collins, not very good. Four and five. Collins is seven and three. We've talked a lot about Collins and and Kenyon Gooden and the year that he's had and just the weapons that they've had this season and they've been very very solid. So. I just think that that was just what it was, a scare. But I just don't think that's going to happen again this week. I think that the message was received after that first game with Collins, and I think they're going to be able to uh, get a playoff win in the first round, and they might even be able to win even more. I I think that because that second round, they'll play the winner of Madison Southern and Woodford County. So I think that that would be a manageable second-round game, possibly. You think they're going to beat Woodford County? I don't, but it'd be competitive. <laughs> I don't think they'll beat Woodford it wasn't County. It was competitive. 
when they played it 64 to 21. Oh, really? <laughs> wow, I forgot about that. Yeah, Woodford County, really. I know I'm they're really good. I'm trying to steal your thunder there. You, you, well, you Sorry. did. It's okay. No, <laughs> I, I forgot. Yeah, Woodford County, I forgot. Woodford we, County's good. We talked about them <laughs> about two weeks ago on the right. show, but I forgot that Collins and Woodford County played, so... Yes. I'm sorry. I'm human, people. So <laughs> don't turn off the podcast because of that. You know, I'm doing my best here. You know, I'm doing I'm doing a lot of other stuff. Postseason soccer and volleyball. I gotta keep you in check, man. Yeah, I do. Play the violin while I talk about covering state volleyball <laughs> yes, and all that other yes, stuff. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, let's get back on point. I do think Collins is gonna win against West Jessman. And then, yeah, they'll play Woodford County in the second round, and I'll talk about that next week. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like you said, this is this is one of the few games. Um, of, of any class where you look at it and the, the regular season game was close. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a running clock. Yeah. So uh, Collins 35 to 34. Um, I, I pulled this up. Uh, West Jessamine got within one with 319 left and they missed the extra point. So uh, <laughs> that was the difference in that game. So um, I, I think this will be another close game. Um, you know, Collins, we've talked a lot about Kenyon Good and, and what a great year. He's had 47 touchdowns, yeah. uh, 27 throwing. Uh, 20 rushing. A, a guy we really haven't talked about is Mark Hutzel, uh, yep. the top receiver they have. Uh, he's got 11 touchdown passes. He's also the, their leading tackler uh, with 63. He also has two interceptions on defense. So a, a, a really nice uh, two-way player there in Mark Hutzel. Yep. Um, you know, I, I think uh, – yeah, I, th- I think Collins probably uh, learned something from yep. that West Jessamine game. Maybe overlooked him a little bit, and uh, I don't see that happening again. But, uh, yeah, I'll take Collins. But, uh, yeah, if they get Woodford County next week in the second round, that's going to be a uh, a tough mountain to climb. Yes, rough day at the office for sure. But that, that's going to be the week. And, like, there's going to be games playoff by starting Thursday. Yeah, there's there's four games Thursday. We probably should mention that. Yeah. Um, Butler St. X is Thursday. Uh, Shelby County Central is Thursday. And two of the games we talked about are West Jessamine Collins. Uh, that's a Thursday night game. Yeah, Doss Fairdale is a Thursday night game. So those two that we we already talked about, Doss Fairdale, West Jessamine Collins, both on Thursday. So uh, as they say, check your local listings, check our <laughs> website. We've got all that on there. But everything else is on Friday. Yeah, and we'll at uh, least locally. Yeah, at least locally, and we'll be talking about those. And like I said, there's nothing really that stands out from those other games. Uh, maybe a game here or there, but uh, nothing that big or daunting. But uh, that's going to be, I guess, kind of the case. Yeah, more John Harden was a really good game in, in, in the regular season. John Harden only beat Moore fourteen uh, nothing. So uh, we'll see maybe if uh, Moore can spring that upset here in the second round. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you're looking for a, a game, a close game from the regular season, North Bull at Atherton. Atherton won that twenty seven twenty five. So they get a rematch in that. Um, we'll see if Atherton can. Uh, can win again, and then I, we haven't even talked about the game I'm going to be at on uh, Friday night. Uh, Henry County, five and six at Cal, nine and one in the first round of the three A playoffs. Um, I'm going. I haven't got to see. I haven't been able to see Cal all season, so uh, I'm looking forward to going over there. And uh, you know, they're 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 probably the team to beat in Class Three A this year. So uh, looking forward to seeing them play. Yeah, that, that's going to be interesting, and yeah, there, there's a game, few games out here that I'm just curious to see. I'm wondering, uh, will Trinity try to start to make some noise as the playoffs loom? You know, they got Marshall County this first they week, will, and yes, they will destroy Marshall County. Yes, they will. But then after that, you know, that second, third <laughs> round, what could happen, or what will Trinity do? So that's what I'm really uh, interested yeah. uh, to see. And then you mentioned Cal. You know, will they make a run uh, to the state finals? Yeah, I mean. 
it sets up. We're going to have a lot of good stuff to talk about next week. If, yeah. if everything we think happens um, this week, um, you, you know, you're looking at Manuel St. X next week. Yeah. You're looking at Boyd East Mail. You're yeah. looking at Bauer Trinity, which was a really good game yeah, it was. Uh, from the regular season. Um, we talked about Collins going to Woodford County. You got Central probably going to Franklin County. Can Central find a way to yeah. to get over that Franklin County hub? You're looking at Mercer County Cal, <laughs> uh, which was a blowout in the regular season. And then um, you're looking at Frankfurt at KCD, which was a really good game. Yeah. KCD struggled when they went to Frankfurt. It was uh, they only won that game 28 to 20. So. Sets up for a lot of good things to talk about next week. Yeah, so we're just going to end the show this week and enjoy the scores, enjoy the coverage, enjoy the games. But next week, you're definitely going to want to listen yep. to the Prep Rally podcast. It is going to be fun. We're going to have to load up like on coffee or maybe <laughs> bourbon. I don't know. But it's going to be a lot to talk about, and I will be excited uh, to do think that. Think bosses let us do that? I think so. I think so. Bosses, if you're listening to this podcast, please let us know. If Might liven things up a little bit. It will. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. I'll have a lot of rants, that's for sure. I would rant about every team for nothing. But that's it. We thank you all so much for listening to the Prep Rally Podcast. You can stream it on all social media platforms. Enjoy all the coverage from all prep sports, from postseason stuff and playoff football. And for Jason Frakes, I'm Dominique Gates. Thank you, and we'll see you next week. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.